Men and heartbreak. Well, we've made it acceptable for women to grieve in public spaces. I think eventually we'll get to that point where it's commonplace, where we can kind of express ourselves about heartbreak. Heartbreak, whether it's for a man or for a woman, is still a lot of shame behind it. There is no place, right, that men could just say, yo, you know what? This week, this is what I want to talk about. This is what's on my mind. What up, what up, what up? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I want to thank you for joining us for another edition of the Charles Coleman Podcast. We got to take a moment of silence. Okay. Trinidad Carnival is over. And so that means that there are no fewer than 20 black men running around right now because their girl <laughs> is on somebody's Instagram mm. getting her bumper rump dump on. Jesus. And she told him when she left, oh, it's not sexual. Right. Don't worry about it. It's just, can we just go? It's not sexual, it's cultural. And he fell for it. He fell mm -hmm. for it. How are dudes still falling for this? It's 2023. I, I'm going to say this. Don't. No, no, I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm gonna Out of respect for the 20 men. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just going to speak to hypocrisy. I'm siding with the 20 men. Oh, okay. Thank you. Because my wife is Trini, so we've had these conversations. And she said, this is all cultural, and I get it. However, if I'm on Instagram <laughs> dubbing up on something, then it's not cultural. Facts. The hypocrisy. The hypocrisy. There you That's go. what I'm saying. I just feel bad for these guys because somebody's going to be like, hey, yo, ain't that Diane? Ain't that Charlene? <laughs> ain't that Charlene? Charlene. You know and then you got to sit there and be like, well, she said, you know, it was, it was cultural. It was, right. It was cultural. Yeah. Yo, right. it's 2023. Listen. Miami, maybe. No. Crop over? No. Uh, Eastern Parkway? Sure. Hey. Most of our listeners don't even know what Eastern Parkway is if you're mm. not from New York. So that's fine. Mm -hmm. Trinidad? Yo. If you don't get the fuck out of here, that is not happening, Jack. We got to move on. This is mm. going to bring us to our shortcuts. And the game that we play is one got to go. Uh, I'm going to give you four things. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to decide which one has to go. I got I to gotta actually go to my notes for this one because I was really proud of the ones that I had. All right. Here we go. Deaf Comedy Jam, In Living Color, Dave Chappelle Show, or Martin? I hate this game. <laughs> well, like, I hate it. And you're going first. <clears throat> you're going first. What do you got? This is really difficult. <clears throat> Kurt says it's easy. Kurt also thinks that The Color Purple was a romantic comedy. As well as Precious. As well as Precious. So, um, yeah. too classic. In Living Color. What? Yeah. And the answer's the wrong answer. No. Yes, and the answer is There's only one right answer. There's only one. Well, yeah, but you you probably get it wrong. But no, no, no. <laughs> what, what, what? I'm going to get this one right. Trust me. All right. Well, here's, what, here's why. I know in Living Color is like the blueprint. But in anything, <laughs> right, when there's a blueprint, like somebody comes or something comes and they build upon it and they just do it better. Sure. So that's kind of why I chose it. Like, I felt like what the Chappelle the show did was like they just built upon that and just became, it's like Dr. J and Jordan to me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's how I look at it. I mean, I, you know, <clears throat> it's, your, it's your choice. And then Def Comedy Jam and Martin, like, I guess you're just going to choose to get rid of one Martin. Correct. <laughs> yeah. That's what made it an easy choice. That's what makes it, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, Martin got to go. Martin's got to go. I agree Martin, with you. Yeah, Martin's got to go. Martin got to go. Martin's got to go. Def Comedy Jam, you get Martin and then you get everything else. Everything else. Right? Mm -hmm. Like Cole, Tommy, Gina, Shanene. Bye. Sorry. I don't know, man. Martin's and, go. and each one of those characters was represented on an episode of Def Comedy Jam. There you go. So we got it all already. So you okay. still get it. So okay. Think it, man. I told you. I, got I it, love man. it. Got you on it today. You were scared though. You were. You went to bed last night. And you got to You got to really <laughs> get says it. Says who? I like it. <laughs> says I like who? Goddamn. This is something that happened recently. Robert Kelly back in the news again caught another dub. 
20 years on that ass um, for a child pornography case. This one was out of Illinois. So like mm-hmm. people were like, you know, I, I still think one of the funniest comments that I have heard is somebody was like, yo, nobody can beat R. Kelly in a versus. And he was like, yeah, the state of Illinois. Beat him in and wow. actually did. So we've seen this, right? Mm-hmm. Incarcerated in Brooklyn, convicted federally, convicted at the state level. Has there been any change in the conversation that you've observed as black men around sexual assault, protecting girls and women in our community, anything on that level? Like, has this registered? I don't think so on, on from those aspects, but I have been hearing a lot more of people that are involved in his case. Like, I now know that his appeal starts from the original uh, conviction from New York. People still fighting it. Yeah, they, so I'm like- Videotaping on. Everything. I assume that we were still on some cancel everybody thing. So when he first got convicted and got the first 30 piece, I thought it was over for him. Like, we weren't checking for the homie no more. But mm-hmm. cats are still out here really thinking that the boat is going to swing a different type of way. So so they're like on some um, Tory Lanez, like, the truth is going to come out. <laughs> like, what? Right. what we, about? we saw the truth. There was an opportunity for this to create a broader discussion. And I am fully aware that everybody was not going to get on board and everybody was not going to sort of wake up and have this epiphany about the issue of sexual assault in community, about the issue of dealing with our young girls. Because too many of us are scarred. Like, I can't tell you the number of dudes who was like, well, I remember in the 10th grade, somebody was coming, 22-year-old dudes come pick up the girl yeah. I like. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, get over it. That was 30 years ago. Nah, what are you talking about? Nah, still so love her. I, <laughs> still, still love her. I huh? found on Facebook. <laughs> um, I did hope that it was going to broaden a different discussion. It seems like it hasn't registered at all. First of all, the misogyny in it within itself is as strong as ever. Like it's not going, it's all tied up. So the whole idea of like sexual assault and it's all yeah. tied into um, misogyny. What about they parents? Right, and uh, like this, everybody's to blame. Here's what makes um, R. Kelly's situation very unique. Music culture in general, mm-hmm. there's always, there's always been a prevalent uh, way of life in this culture, which there's been older men who've been preying on younger women. Sure. Always. Um, with them, it, and this is not to give them a pass in any sense of the word, because it's all disgusting. But like they, you see somebody like Sam Cooke and Aretha Franklin. Yeah. He, he was a grown man, she was a child. Today's word, ladies and gentlemen, is lecherous. I repeat, lecherous. Go ahead, I'm sorry. What, what you wanna give a definition? Of lecherous? Yeah. No, that's the, that's the word of the day. Look oh, okay, lecher, okay. Have you ever heard of somebody being a lech? It's short for lecherous. Okay. Which is, an, is, is basically an adjective. Um, it, it, it essentially means that you are someone who is a sexual predator. Gotcha. Okay. Mm. It, that's really what it I is. Never heard, I never heard it's of it. Lecherous, motherfucker. Lecherous is like mm. you you are extra, you know, you, you know those guys. The creeps. You the are creep. creep. Like, so, so that's always existed. and But in no situations, like they were like, no, I, like I really like this girl or whatever. And they were relation. Like R. Kelly was like on some real like monstrous stuff and you know kidnapping people and allegedly allegedly no it's not allegedly anymore he's got convicted it's no alleged it's about to get reversed what happens after that okay as a lawyer i'm seriously say for example you lost a case right and Uh this person got all these different types of labels to put on and then came back and won on the appeal can we remove those labels or 
Mm-mm. Because at one point you were convicted of this stuff. It depends on what the nature of the appeal is, mm-hmm. and it depends on whether the appeal grants a new trial mm-hmm. or whether it exonerates you and like vacates your conviction. If it vacates your con- conviction, mm-hmm. then yeah, you would technically technically remove that. Uh, not from a court of public opinion, because that doesn't matter. Oh yeah, that's gonna that, that doesn't matter. Stay. To the point, like that's R. Kelly. It was it's just so like monstrous the stuff that he was doing. Like this is not it's not going to change the conversation about that because what he's doing is almost like. So you feel like it's so grandiose that people think it's just out of reach. Yeah, it's not. They're not going to put it in the same boat as what a, they Woody, see. a Woody Allen and his stepdaughter, which is another disgusting thing. But it's like, oh, they love each other. Or, for example, someone just to use a real life example from the neighborhoods that we grew up in, mm-hmm. someone who was a hustler coming mm-hmm. to pick up. Uh, they don't see it in the same. They way. don't see it in the same because it's not like R. Kelly. It was like other crimes was attached to yeah, basically. It was an enterprise. Yeah, it was a system. I have maintained for a very long time that this was a collective failure of community that we failed these girls. I really don't want to hear about parents because the question becomes like, so what if their parents weren't the most responsible adults, or their parents failed them, or they didn't necessarily have parents? who were in place or in position, do you know how many adults there are between a young person and R. Kelly such that this had to be allowed to happen? So it's a collective failure. That being said, I do hope that at some point, the more and more we keep seeing this, like we have to begin to approach these young people, girls, women, as if they were our own daughters. I'm not disagreeing with that, but I want to stand on the premise of we also have to respect these young girls and women. I feel like that's one of the undertones for why these things happen, right? It's like how you explain it's more like an enterprise, right? But there, there is no, there's no wall to stop it because everything on the opposite side of that world, we don't respect or love. I think the two things uh, can go together and they're not mutually exclusive, but that's what it is. That's going to bring us to our contributor segment. What are we talking about today on Style and Performance with you, sir? Uh, today's uh, style and performance topic is going to is something I'm really, really excited about. I'm really excited to see the return of dance music, mm-hmm. right? And also the desire from people to want to go out and actually party. You know who's not excited for this? You? No, I'm fine with it, but niggas who can't dance. Oh, this is true, but I don't care. I don't. I don't care about them. They are not. They are not my. Uh, they're not my audience. <laughs> so I don't care. Do people care. still practice dances? Is that the, the kids, no kids, yeah. The kids do. I the mean, kids but do. they're doing it for the for, for what, what, what the old people, the TikTok, TikTok and all that the, stuff. The like TikTok. the TikTok. No, no, no. I mean, you know, the, the TikTok. you know, you know, you old. <laughs> the TikTok. When you add on the, the. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, it's on the Instagram. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's on the, just when you know you're mm-hmm. old. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank you, senior. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So you know, minus the kids who's doing it for that reason. I don't. No, no. But I when's disagree. the last time you heard a joint and was like, "Yo, let me get no, home." I don't and think they. I don't think see if this stingy leg still works. But I don't, <laughs> come on, like that's not a real thing. I don't think they do it for it. <laughs> I think they live in a world where they have to record and document and post everything that they do. Mm-hmm. I think it's always been part of the culture, particularly black culture, young kids and dance. It's it's always yeah. been a thing. It's never yeah. not been there. It's just now. I'm talking about us. No, no. You're I'll, rocking a party. I get the invite. I get fresh. I get, get there. And then you you throwing on the joints not, back to back. And I'm like, damn. So nah, like, you know. If I'm there once saying, was you, a time, right? No, but, no, but you're not going to know. You, the whole premise of like preparing and mm-hmm. rehearsing. Nah, them days is over. You just go. <laughs> them days is over. But you show up. But people, people want to express themselves through movement now. Mm. People want to express. People are. And there's music now that's coming out. Big shout to Drake with... Uh, 
you know what was it? You know what? Never mind. That was yeah. It. And then you know Beyonce's Renaissance and uh, Kate Trinata has always been just you always. know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of producers, a lot of artists that are putting out. Um, Feel good music. High, feel good music, mm-hmm. high vibrational music, and people are wanting to go out and dance. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, you know, you've heard the complaints. I've complained as a DJ. I've complained because I've known Charles to tell you this is what I do. I make people dance. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times you go in spaces where there's no space to dance. Venues are filled with tables, tables, bottle service, and couches, and whatever. And you know, more and more you're seeing small, you know, small places that they're building it out to have dance floors, and. The energy is there. People want to dance. And I'm excited about that because why else are we going out? Like, I think I spoke about it before. For the Instagram. For, well, right. <laughs> people showing up and... <laughs> for the Instagram. For the Instagram. For the Instagram. For the Instagram. People showing up and filming themselves, only partying for like 30 seconds at a mm-hmm. time to post. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. those days, I don't think they're going anywhere. Those people will still exist in those spaces where they want to hear music that doesn't encourage them to dance. Mm-hmm. But there is a big movement in which dance music and people wanting to dance. But I think the dope it. thing about what you were just talking about is the more that those spaces become normal, the mm-hmm. more that when you come and you sort of like doing the selfie every 30 seconds, you actually start looking as corny as you are. Yes. Because you start being in the minority as opposed to like now... It's 50-50, or you might be in the majority if you're one of those those people. But as those spaces continue to grow, I think that it normalizes not doing that in a way right. where it's like, yo, what a um rest in peace, Chad. What do you say in the in in, in Wakanda? In uh the first one, he's like, We don't do that here. Yeah, we, <laughs> like, we don't do that. We, yeah. we, we don't do that here. Do you have any particular parties, areas? Hot spots that you're aware of, yeah. That, like where that's going, not nah, for sure. So I have my party, Studio Fifty Five. You were at it for for my oh, birthday. Uh, you guys missed it. Charles did cut a bit of a rug. I, did, I, I actually did dance. <laughs> he did. I he did, did cut a bit of a rug. There's uh, everyday people with my boy DJ Moma, uh, and 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 the whole East African crew. Like it's in a global party. Like they travel everywhere. They Africa, states, everywhere. Huge party. The do over, out in the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's still a big dance party. Um, Soul in a Horn is a huge dance party with Natasha Diggs. Even D Nice taking Club Quarantine from That's IG, yeah, yeah. right? And that, it's you know, it's they're they're here and the movement, and I'm so happy that it's back. We're in a space now where we have access to so much different music mm-hmm. and so many more sounds that a dance party now is going to expose you to so much that you may not have heard of. Correct. 10 years ago, 15 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a really dope thing. So big shout out to people dancing and partying the way they're supposed to party. Right. That was Style and Performance with DJ CEO, our contributor segment. And um, I hope that those of you who do like the party, and I hope that's all of you, are partying and, and enjoying each other responsibly. So shout out to that on the contributor segment. That's going to move us to our main conversation for the day. But before we do that, make sure you do yourself a favor. Reach down, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, the Charles Coleman Podcast, whether you are catching us on YouTube, whether you are listening to us wherever, wherever podcasts are streamed, we are your new home for Black Brilliance. Like, share, subscribe. So I got both of y'all on the couch today. I got the brothers. We run in the triangle offense. And, and I thought about this because it's been a conversation that, not for any particular reason other than... I think it's important for us as men to be able to demonstrate certain vulnerabilities I did want to have. Men and heartbreak. 
it's commonplace for people to joke and be like, who hurt you? And then like for some dudes, like it'd be like, do you really want to know? Because I could tell you a story. <laughs> right. A long one. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily something that there's any roadmap to do. I, I remember, I think I, I joked with, uh, I had G on the couch and we were talking about a particular celebrity and how she just put everything out after her divorce. Well, we've made it acceptable for women to grieve in public spaces mm. and sort of get their reaction and their sympathy. Mm. But for men, right. we've all seen our friends go through it. <laughs> but there's like never necessarily any real roadmap other than like, yo, man, shut up. Let's go to these strippers. Like, you know, like, so what, what is the roadmap? Is there a roadmap? I don't think there's a map, but I think we are on the road. What does that mean? So, Word. <laughs> so as men, and we've talked about this on this couch, men are now becoming more vulnerable about their feelings and what they've gone through with other men. It has happened, mm, right? Okay. So that's what I'm saying, we're on the road. I don't, but that's just like generally our feelings, whether we're stressed out with work, life, this, that, and the third, right? Mm -hmm. I think eventually we'll get to that point where it's commonplace, where we can kind of express ourselves about heartbreak. Um, I think we do express ourselves about things that we go through with our significant others. Yeah. Heartbreak, whether it's for a man or for a woman, is still a lot of shame behind it, right? You feel that's a good. You know I've never saying? even considered it in that way. Yeah, it's a sh it's shame in either the fact that you were rejected, or for a lot of men, our heartbreak comes almost like as a boomerang for breaking our yeah, significant yeah. other's heart. It's a grief, it's, right? It so it's grief. like, oh my god, like, and also shame at in some ways failure. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, like, so as men, you don't process it like I failed at this. Yeah. Like, like I, I, I can tell you this right now, and and, and all of my life, the moments of heartbreak, maximum, my maximum number is two dudes that I know that mm -hmm. know about my, you know, mm -hmm. it's never gonna be like fellas, we need to sit down or whatever. It's like at max two, and usually one out of two is just circumstantial. You just, you just have, have to be there at the time. You have to be there when you open your mouth about something that you think. You're the only person in the world dealing. You be in a room with like three other dudes and be like, oh yeah, I went through that in 88. Mm -hmm. And they be like, oh, you know, that happened to me in 92. Mm -hmm. You be like, I'm not the only one. Wow. <laughs> and now you have a different sort of space to explore that or something similar. It's easy for us to, to have the C word conversation. Yeah, she was crazy. She was doing crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. Like that's easy. <laughs> yeah. We'll do that, but we're not as ready to admit this crazy girl. <laughs> that you said is crazy broke your heart. Like, right. and you want her back too. Like, that's the other yeah. part too. You know, everything you said, you still not ready to leave, and, or or you weren't ready for her to leave, or whatever, whatever. And I think that can be confusing. Yeah. And a lot of men don't know what to do with. It. But is it is that our space? Is what, what I'm space. I'm sitting here thinking about the conversation, right? Because we all like and respect one another, we're willing to see. Oh, if you got something you want to talk about, I got an unbiased ear for you. I'll sit there and listen to you. Right. right? But is that, a, is that a real space for us? Like, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, outside of the beat down of what we're going through, there is no place, right? That men could just say, yo, you know what? This week, this is what I want to talk about. This is what's on my mind. Well, I think the space is as real as you make it. Well, like, if you, you know what I'm saying? Like, but then who's invited to this space? Because to me, the, like, when we use the word shame, that, that struck a different chord for me because men, most things that don't work in our favor, we view as failure, right? And to me, that's an unbalanced way of thinking, right? Sure. Which is fine, right? But in that, right, in that level of vulnerability, 
you want to be able to 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 cultivate that room that who you want to be that vulnerable with. You get what I'm trying to say? So then now we just we every time we meet, we're talking about the new heartbreak or the new failure or well, the hopefully new Hopefully not. So it's twofold. I think mm-hmm. that you have to identify yourself to whomever it is you're comfortable with. Right. And saying like, yo, listen, I feel like you kind of down bad right now. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you don't say that. But like you know, I feel like you might be going <laughs> Let's through use it. that example. You know, I feel like you might be going through it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just letting you know, like, if you really want to talk, like, I'm here. Because, like, I'm seeing you move around and you ain't really moving, like, the way, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that opens the door to the conversation. And then I think after that, if it becomes excessive where it's, like, every other week you getting your heart broke. Bro. <laughs> bro, bro. Then you have one or two choices. Like, either, yo, let's, let's, let's go to the gym. Let's go mm-hmm. do something else. Mm-hmm. Let's do something different other than sit here and talk about you wearing your heart on your sleeve, or- Leave Keisha the fuck alone. There you go. <laughs> like if you could have an emotionally honest conversation, maybe you sort of begin to sort of unpack. Mm-hmm. But why do you keep making this choice? For example, mm-hmm. right? right? Like, well, asking those types of questions. And then, like, if you really on super AP advanced mode, you could be like, <laughs> Have you thought about therapy? <laughs> like not, not even like, I mean, I'm not even trying to be funny. You like, said AP uh, advanced mode. That is usually my first suggestion. Therapy? It, Yo, but, like. But, but what I'm saying is. And what's the reaction with that? Tell me that most no, cats so, are like, Yo, you trying so, to play me? No, 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 no. So, so you, know, you funny? Right. You know so, no, so we don't have these this, spaces. This is no. So for me, I, and I can only speak for myself. Go ahead. And I've mentioned this before. I've been truly, truly, truly blessed with a circle where I don't have to create or look for That's right emotional maturity right and then also and then also over time like when you have these these circles you know most people have multiple circles of like whatever mm-hmm. like people's roles start to be identified mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. just naturally mm-hmm. i don't know how this happened to me maybe it's because mm-hmm. i'm the most vocal but no no it's no seriously like i've become the guy that my boys call him like yo fam i did it you know and like mm-hmm. on some real stuff and i'm just like what like People my and, and elders, like, yo, I want to talk to you about this, you know. And I'm like, how did I like how did I get to this point? But it's clearly something that I put out, something of how I you carried listen. myself or spoke about my relationships. You listen. Right. And then, and yes, I am not biased, but I'm, you know, I'm that guy in a couple of my groups where it's like they'll call and it's like, this is happening, I'm going through this. So for me, I can my experience in my circle, those roles. Having them in the snaps and that it's, space exists. But it's clearly in a reflection of how you show up. Yeah. That's just really what it is. It's how you show up. Mm-hmm. Do you, Kurt, have a model for how you have, as a man, dealt with heartbreak? Well, um, as someone who's dealt with a lot of grief, I would mm. always um, tell someone to go through it, right? And what I mean by that is don't try to avoid the feelings Feel that you have. Right. Just mm-hmm. get through it. And um, prayerfully, on the other side of that, you'll, you'll see some level of growth and, and, and maturity about that particular feeling. Um, but yeah, go through it. Right. A lot of people try to avoid that hurt. Just just hurt and get over it. You can't, you can't go, you can't get around it. Right. You can't. What about you? Again, therapy. And the reason why I say therapy is because any advice that we could ever provide is only based on our experiences, mm-hmm. right? And that's limited. It's True. Depending on who you are, like it could be extremely limited, but at the end of the day, it's still limited, yeah. right? Our shortcoming is that even when we deal with women, right? You know, this whole thing about mansplaining, like when women come to the event or explain whatever, we're always just trying to like solutions, solutions. And what's the answer? Right, but with men, even though we are, 
you know, sort of like innately solution oriented, when you're in that heartbreak space, oh, you yeah. kind of become, you kind of tap into what they would call like your feminine energy. It's like, fam, I'm just trying to, I'm not really looking for answers. Yeah, I just. And so sometimes that can be out. confusing coming from another man. Like, bruh, like. I think that the idea of heartbreak is one that men need to begin to wrap their heads around for so many different reasons. Mm. We talk about misogyny in community. We mm. talk about America's increasing emergency around broken men. We mm. talk about the gender wars. All of these things in many respects are connected to men and our experiences and not having any sort of real space to process them the way they need to be processed. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I think we have to be aware of. To your point, Kurt, not leaning into it, not feeling it, not mm-hmm. allowing yourself to feel those feelings, that ain't that don't work. That don't work. It, it, does, it, it does not get it done. If you are somebody who is like a listener and you are watching this, like don't play yourself and be like, who hurt you? It's not cute, it's not funny, it's mm-hmm. petty, it's corny. Right. Although you may say so in jest, you can't on one level purport to care about the mental health of black men and then like take little shots at them like that, mm-hmm. right? Like at the end of the day, if you feel like you're dealing with a broken man or you feel like you're dealing with a brother who just really hasn't gotten over whatever trauma, pain, grief, shame, mm-hmm. guilt that he's dealing with, then it's better maybe just to withdraw yourself from the situation than to like go back and be petty or whatever. Right. Because the only thing you're doing is quite frankly, you're digging a hole that's deeper for the next person. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so if you can recognize that they're hurt, instead of sort of like rubbing salt in the wound, I ain't saying you got to heal them. I ain't saying you got to sort of be part of their healing journey. Don't make it worse. Just, right. just, just like, move yourself. Uh, you got the wrong number. Because <laughs> 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 somebody else. I ain't yeah. going. That's going to do it for our main conversation today. This has been for the brothers on the Charles Coleman podcast. Stay tuned. We've got rules of engagement coming up. But before we get there on our spicy conversation on love, sex, and relationships, Do yourself a favor, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button if you're watching us on YouTube. If you are listening to us wherever podcasts are streamed, whether that's Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, Apple Music, we are everywhere like air. We all the way up, we outside, we in hyperspace. Come get with us. The Charles Coleman Podcast, your new favorite podcast, the new home of black brilliance. Y'all see the looks, so you know what time it is. This is Rules of Engagement. Another part of the Charles Coleman podcast, your favorite segment, and we are about to get into it. This is our adult conversation on love, sex, and relationships. Let's go on and get started. We got a good one today. This is a spicy, it's a sex combo, so we're going to get started. Here we go. We are all looking like movie stars right now. Yeah, I I feel that. I feel feel a little movie star energy right now. We out here, you know, giving a little stardom. Hmm. So to that point, movie stars, let's talk about it. The sex tape. With your partner, is it a go? No. No? No. No? No. Just under no circumstances? Nah, no, not in today's time. It's, it's too risky right now. I got too much on the line. These sex tapes is getting leaked. I always am curious, who you think really wants to see your sex tape? I mean, not, not you specifically, but like in general, like we regular people. Like You haven't seen my sex tape. That's why you made that comment. Mm. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Now, that being that, shots fired. <laughs> uh, Mr. Six Shooter himself. Watch sex your tone and your content. <laughs> yeah, we're going we to we move it over here. Yeah. Uh, 
Sex tape, is it a go? Nah, no dice. No dice? No dice. Why no. not? Y'all are some Because cats, not... you know, the, the world we live in now, the vaults don't have locks on them no more. Like, cats are just in and out. Like, nobody's holding up the sacred. Nobody's keeping it to themselves. All right, so let me let me let me let me change the scenario. One of the critiques that I get sometimes is that like I ask the questions, but I don't really answer the questions. Yeah, you so do I'm that. Re- you do that a lot. Yeah, it's a trade secret. All right. Okay. So I will really be transparent. Promise. Yeah. Good. Done them. We do them. Did it again. Like whole whole volumes of shit. Like. Dressed up, Star Wars, Harry Potter, uh, Dungeon Dragons, whatever you cosplay, this dude, let's do it with it. The rule was when I was in law school, I I'm holding on to the tape, so it's not getting out. If we break up, which we always did, I'm gonna give you like I'm destroying it, so I can have peace of mind. But then I'm gonna give it to you, so you can have peace of mind. So now it's even. So my question is. If you could keep it on your joint or your so VHS. you just whole dated yourself Word. because ain't none there remnant available right now. Your so, whole joint is on the cloud. Word. No, it's not on the cloud. That's it's on done. the cloud. It's destroyed now. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, right now, <laughs> we doing this. Beta. Right. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no VHS. Ain't no DVD. So, you so, know what I'm saying? Like, no, we, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. on my iPhone. Now, but I, th- we talking about now, right? So if it's your phone, even if it's your phone, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, even if it was your phone, and you could keep it. You can't still keep wouldn't it. Do it. What do you mean? You can't keep it. I don't want to let secrets out, but you can't keep it. You think you can keep it, but you can't. You That's can't. What? What? Right what, what, what happened? I'm not volunteering this. Yeah. What about trust? What happened trust? to trust? Trust uh, who? Soon trust as she, soon as she got mad at you, she's already texted. I out. understand you. It's over. But what I'm saying, I understand you as a man, but like, what? Yeah, that's what women always talk. I want to be with somebody, my partner. You don't trust your partner? No, I don't trust my partner. Why do you think I'm divorced now? <laughs> Damn. 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 He leaked the joint? No. Twice. <laughs> I got both of them. Right. <laughs> I, I just don't. What's the big deal if it's between you and your partner? I'm just saying there's no reality where it's just between me and my partner anymore. So any video that we're creating right now, the mediums that we need to use to create the video is not protected. Yeah, it's so compromised. You could, no, you could, you could literally get a phone with a memory card or get get a uh, uh, a camera with a memory card and record off the memory card straight to the camera. That's it. And on, and, and, and just y'all watch it on the memory card. <laughs> it sounds like something he loves to do. It right? sounds like something <laughs> Stop he taping yourself, man. <laughs> we, in the, we in the studio, man. Like and, and make sure you wake up first. He's trying to coordinate and convince <laughs> somebody nobody want to see dead wood on the fucking camera. Bro. I'm just I invested in this burner that's <laughs> designated simply for I our sex video. Ass wanted, shots only. I just want to, okay, so, so, so with that point, what if it was angled where you can't see nothing? I mean, then what... what, what, what I'm confused as to what do we want to discuss here? <laughs> do we want to discuss, do we videotape ourselves having sex? Do we, are if we talking about- If your partner came to you and said, I want to do this because I want to watch us. <laughs> I want to do this because I want to watch us in action. Okay. And you, your response is what? Turn the mirror around. That's it. That's it. You can't live, live in Live action. Team. You can't live in Nobody, wa- nobody wants to videotape the game. You can see right? it. What'd you say? Nobody likes to videotape the game. You want to watch it live. Sometimes, well, that's a fair point, but sometimes you want to, for the classic games, for the really good games, you watch them over and over again on ESPN Classic. Ooh. Though. So. But do you want to keep that team? 
Damn. I, again, y'all. Classic y'all, team ain't, ain't too good 30 years later, son. I mean, I, I, I just feel like sometimes it can be cool to go back and look. And then you can also sort of play with it. You know, you can do it. You. you just not Live with action it. is great. Though. Live action, that's it. Shout out to those who like to do it live. So let me ask you, because mm-hmm. this has happened to me. You getting into it, your partner, so on and so forth, is, is going it down. Partner reaches, passes you the phone. You're just going to be like, nah, we're not doing nah, nah, nah. We're not doing that? I'm going to think somebody's on the line. I'm going to say hello. No, they put the <laughs> camera on, dummy. They oh, pass so, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I'm about to bust it down. You want to hear this or what? <laughs> you might want to call back. <laughs> no. She get get a new TV set. She no. call you back. She, she they hand you the phone and it's on record. And she want she but she's doing that because she wants to see her. She perform. wants to see her get smashed. Oh, okay. You gonna do it? That's what she wants. So then, what's the difference? You said, "Am I walking into the room intentionally? Tripods everywhere. Yeah. All these cameras we got here <laughs> set up in the bedroom. So you so you say action? <laughs> nah, I'm not with that." <laughs> But in the moment, but in the mood of what my partner needs to 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 stay within the mood, then you're open to it. Unless it's compromising the integrity of me. So basically, back shots only for her. Yeah, yes, that's there's all no you... peg video. Oh no! Nah, well, well, I ain't gonna say not. Nah, if that's what you do, that's what nah, you do. I don't. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> stop trying to fix word. the info. What I'm saying is, stop it. Man. Nah. You like fucking on You're camera. You're the porn okay. star in this triune right here, and, and it's you okay. Are man. Shooting we don't judge videos. you. You know what? You like getting work it's done. all right. You know what? It's all right. I'll take, take that. Take your work. This has been another edition <laughs> of Rules of Engagement, where people who don't apparently <laughs> like to be on camera unless it's on the Charles Coleman podcast. There you go. Period. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. It's all right. Whatever it is you like to do, do it and do it well. Enjoy it. Make sure there's good lighting and good sound because you're going to want to appreciate that later on. What do you think? Leave it in the comments. Is it a no? Is it a go? This has been Rules of Engagement on the Charles Coleman Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed We'll see you next week. Peace.